millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This morning, crisis talks meeting in Melbourne overnight to plan the path out of lockdown. An announcement expected today. Unmasked, Sydney's COVID patient zero fined for breaching restrictions as New South Wales makes major changes to international arrival caps. Travel hope, Qantas offers loyalty members the chance to book flights to Singapore by December. And remembering Princess Diana, her statue opened to the public on the anniversary of her death. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Victoria's Crisis Cabinet has met overnight to map out the state's path to freedom. The staggered relaxation plan will be revealed today, including changes to the five-kilometre travel radius and the playground ban. The state has sadly recorded its first two COVID deaths this year. There are not infinite reserves for people to draw on. We've all got limits. It's really, really difficult. The AFL Grand Final has officially been moved now to Perth as a result of the current COVID crisis. Sydney's Patient Zero, the airport limousine driver who sparked the Bondi cluster leading to the current outbreak, has been fined for a COVID breach. Michael Podgoetsky was fined $500 after working without a mask. Meanwhile, New South Wales has slashed the international arrivals cap even further. Just 750 returning Australians will be allowed in each week, a quarter of what was being accepted in July. There's fresh anger over Queensland's border policy this morning after a new survey revealed Australians want borders to be open for fully vaccinated citizens. Two in three people want the rules to be changed. It comes as hundreds protested after sports stars and their families were allowed into hotel quarantine. Dozens of Australian businesses have come together, calling on the nation's leader to stand by plans to reopen Australia. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. You have new details of a letter that's been sent out. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, around 80 of Australia's biggest businesses have called on state and territory leaders to stick to the national reopening plan so that businesses can get back to work. Uh, these businesses employ around 500,000 Australians say the impact of ongoing lockdowns is hurting both big and small businesses right around the country, adding by providing hope for Australians and ensuring they can have confidence about their futures, more people will come forward 
forward and get vaccinated. Some state leaders feeling the pressure of walking back from their commitment to open the country once vaccination rates are uh, reached, with Attorney-General Michaelia Cash warning state government's power to shut borders will diminish once 80% of the population is vaccinated, believing legal arguments that saw hard borders upheld in the High Court won't stand moving forward. Meanwhile, the race to vaccination targets has received a significant boost. Half a million Pfizer doses coming to Australia from Singapore in a vaccine swap deal. Arriving this week, they will be distributed nationwide based on population. There is a catch, though. Australia will have to provide Singapore with 500,000 doses in December. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. The loved ones of an Australian soldier killed in a training accident in Townsville are expressing their grief this morning. Private Brendan Payne has been remembered as a hard-working family man with a heart of gold. The 29-year-old and an unidentified warrant officer died when their tactical truck rolled. Some Australian super funds are being slammed for underperforming. 13 funds holding $56 billion in assets now have a month to tell members their products have failed a new performance test. More than a million Australians have their retirement savings tied up in super funds. Commonwealth Bank, Colonial First State and AMG are among those exposed for falling short. It's no secret that Australians are desperate to travel again and soon Qantas loyalty members will be able to use frequent flyer points to book any seat to Singapore. The airline is likely to expand the deal it originally put in place when the Trans-Tasman bubble was opened in April. Qantas has started scheduling flights to Singapore from December 18 when 80% of the population will be vaccinated. Retailer Harvey Norman has handed back $6 million in JobKeeper payments to the federal government after revealing a record profit. It soared 75% to $841 million last financial year. Demand has surged for furniture, appliances and consumer electronics during the pandemic. Meanwhile, Australia Post has doubled last year's profit to $100 million. A rise in parcel deliveries driven by online shopping helped secure a 10% jump in overall revenue. The company is looking to add 4,000 new jobs in the lead-up to a busy Christmas period. Changing pandemic travel patterns have seen a boom in used car sales and prices, up nearly 30% in a year. Now a new online service offers to take away the uncertainty and effort of searching for a good set of wheels while also saving money. Nathaniel Chanter spent three months fruitlessly trekking around to inspect used cars. You'd get there and they'd have a lot of damage and I just got sick of wasting my time. Then he turned to Australia's first fully online used car service. I was very apprehensive of course because it's a huge amount of money to spend online but I sent them an email and they responded back to me within about half an hour. From tomorrow buyers will be able to choose from over 1,000 vehicles on the Cars24 platform. All come with a six-month warranty, a seven-day test drive and free home delivery. The cars have all undergone a rigorous inspection and are certified to have clear title and no money owing on them. We buy cars uh, all over Australia, in auction houses, in, through dealerships. On a Hyundai i30, Cars24 believes it can save you up to $3,300, a Subaru WRX up to $6,400, a Toyota RAV4 almost $3,000, and a Ford Ranger 3200. The cheapest used car deals are often found through private sellers and auction houses. 
But those savings can come at the cost of fewer legal protections when something goes wrong. Whether buying a used or even new vehicle. Make sure you get the car inspected, take someone with you on the purchase journey, uh, and also get the history of the vehicle checked as well. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Takeaway in Queensland is changing forever from today. Businesses are now banned from selling single-use plastics, including containers, cutlery and straws. The move could slash plastic pollution by a massive 20% over the next two years. Those caught flouting the rules will cop big fines. If we can just get marginally above that and get landfill diversion um, increased through this drive, I think that'll be a great outcome. Three quarters of waste removed from Queensland beaches is made from plastic. The promise of getting back to life as normal has turbocharged the vaccination rollout in France, where everything is back open and the tourist trade is reawakening. A big draw card, fully vaccinated citizens can avoid isolating after travelling. In this city of spectacular sights, the cafes are busy, the streets buzzing, they're even dancing by the Seine. This is what living with COVID looks like in Paris, but you'll need a pass sanitaire. A health pass required for service at cafes like this one owned by Australian Tom Clark. It's definitely encouraged groups to come back, families to see each other again. A QR code on an app shows your vaccination status. You need to be double jabbed or have a recent negative test to get the all clear. What I've been telling the team is that they should use this moment, you know, not to make it a hassle, but to just to play it as a full-time something that we do in service, so you welcome them. And we just have to show the pass sanitaire and then we can just live our life as usual. It's a blessing, really. There's still more than 17,000 cases a day. Three quarters of adults are fully vaccinated. For those who aren't, rapid testing tents are almost everywhere. There has been opposition to the pass, but it's waning as France starts to feel French again. The local mayor tells me she thinks people will still be careful. We have to live with COVID, she says. Is it the same Paris you might remember from before the pandemic? Pretty much, but masks are compulsory indoors and social distancing is encouraged. The French government now actively telling people to get back to the office. As they say here, allez-vous, le vais continue. Life continues, let's go. Those relying on tourism can't see France going into reverse. Yeah, we, we must keep going and come back to a more normal life. You do feel there is a, yeah, there's a positive energy coming back, so that's really cool. In Paris, Hugh Whitfeld, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is falling. The Nasdaq is also lower this morning. In London, the FTSE closed down 28 points and Germany's DAX fell 52. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up 300 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng lifted 339. The All Lords gained 35 points and the ASX 200 added 30. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,817 US dollars an ounce. Oil at 68 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying just over 73 US cents, 80 and a half Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. A new research ship capable of breaking through Antarctic sea ice is on its way down under, launching a new era for science. The most advanced vessel of its kind will be deployed in the Southern Ocean, able to withstand 14 metre seas and minus 30 degree temperatures. It's an incredibly proud moment for the Australian Antarctic Division. Whether it be marine ecosystems, southern climate research, or supporting our polar expeditioners, the $1.9 billion investment left the Netherlands on Monday and will be in Hobart by late October. 
The statue of Princess Diana in London has been opened to the public to mark the anniversary of her death. Crowds queued outside Kensington Palace Gardens to view the new memorial 24 years after she died in a car crash in Paris. The memorial was unveiled by her sons Princess William and Harry last month on what would have been Diana's 60th birthday. US President Joe Biden is about to make a televised address to the American people about the military's final exit from Afghanistan. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney at the White House. Good morning, Ash. What's the president expected to say? Good morning, Jody. Uh, Joe Biden is expected to thank the troops that carried out this incredibly dangerous mission to end America's 20-year war in Afghanistan. The last troops left with just a minute to spare before that August 31st deadline, and the Taliban moved in immediately, celebrating with gunfire and looking over the 70-odd aircraft left behind at the airport that had either been destroyed uh, or disabled by the US military. Uh, at one point in Kandahar province, uh, even holding a mock funeral with coffins draped in the UK, American and French flags. Uh, new polling shows that Americans largely support the withdrawal from Afghanistan, but they believe that the mission was poorly handled that, or that the drawdown was poorly handled, something the former president has piled on with. He owes an apology. I think the best thing he can do is apologize to the American people okay. and apologize to the world. You know, we had a lot of help in Afghanistan and we left and everybody else had to leave with us. But, uh, you know, the, the whole world deserves an apology. Striking to have seen Taliban soldiers carrying American weapons, wearing American uniforms. Uh, Joe Biden uh, has twice delayed his address today to the nation and we are standing by now to hear from him hopefully soon here at the White House. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney, thank you. Communities in the US state of Louisiana have begun the mammoth task of repairing the damage inflicted by Hurricane Ida. The monster storm caused major flooding, damaging homes and businesses. Ida's powerful winds ravaged the state's power grid and hundreds of thousands of people remain in the dark. Officials say it could take weeks before electricity and running water are restored. A luxury yacht has gone up in flames in the US. The 82-foot vessel was docked at a Massachusetts marina when the fire broke out. Crews battled huge flames and thick black smoke with 1,800 litres of fuel on board, adding an extra challenge. Thankfully, nobody was injured. Sydney has oh to Sydney has lost a major movie production starring Chris Hemsworth due to lockdown. The sequel to the Netflix action thriller Extraction will now be filmed in Prague in the Czech Republic. It's understood producers decided it was logistically too difficult to scout for locations and stage large film shoots. And Russell Crowe has revealed production of his new thriller Poker Face is on hold after a crew member tested positive to COVID. Shoots had been planned this week in Sydney's Royal National Park, including on the spectacular Sea Cliff Bridge. 
In sport, the Golden Slam dream for Dylan Alcott is alive and well after the Aussie won through to the tennis quad singles final at the Tokyo Paralympics. An emotional Alcott was pushed all the way in a two-and-a-half-hour thriller with Dutch teenager Niels Vink. Alcott plays in the quad doubles final with Heath Davidson today. 16-year-old Jasmine Greenwood and Grant Patterson both won silver in the pool overnight while Cole Pearce won bronze. And Madison Di Rosario won her third medal of the Games, bronze in the 1500 metres. The AFL is considering an appeal to Toby Green's three-game ban, saying it should have been longer. The Giants' vice-captain left Launceston for Perth with teammates yesterday, but won't play again this year. At a marathon tribunal hearing lasting more than four hours, Green was found to have made intentional contact with umpire Matt Stevick. Perth's Optus Stadium is locked in as the venue for this year's grand final on September the 25th. Latrell Mitchell's uncle has told Seven News the Rabbitohs star and his partner have received death threats after his shocking tackle on rooster Joey Manu. Morris Goolagong says a torrent of vile online abuse towards Mitchell and his family is having a serious impact on their mental health. When your partner's getting death threats as well as, well as him, you know, it's, it's, that's, uh, that's crossing the line for me and I, 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 I find it very disgusting. Former Origin star Dylan Napa will leave the Bulldogs with the club not offering him a new deal. Will Hopawate and Lockie Lewis are among 10 players not kept on at Belmore. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough and front will generate strong winds, showers and storms in western and southern WA. Strengthening winds ahead of the front should increase heat and fire danger in South Australia. A trough and onshore winds will trigger showers in North Queensland, settled elsewhere with a high. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 27 degrees, sunny and 24 in Sydney, mostly sunny heading for 22 in Canberra, sunny in Melbourne a top of 23, mostly sunny 18 degrees the top in Hobart, sunny and 26 degrees in Adelaide, showers with a possible late storm in Perth heading for 19 degrees and mostly sunny 34 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, September the 1st.